40inbox.com and today we are going to be checking out this article called a 50 year old earning $12,000 and ignoring huge credit card debts asked Caleb Hammer for help and exposed a nationwide problem. And by the way, for those that don't know who Caleb Hammer is, he's a guy who interviews and basically does these financial audits of people, which, by the way, go check it out if you haven't. They are insane. And they would, like, a lot of these audits will literally make your skin crawl with how bad some of these financial situations actually are. So definitely go check it out. So let's get into it. So a man appeared on YouTuber Caleb Hammer's budgeting podcast for help with his finances, providing a clear example of how poor financial literacy is harming many in the U.S. Clark, who is 50 and from San Antonio, Texas, told host of financial audit Caleb Hammer that he was a stalker at a convenience store and earned $12,000 a year at $9 per hour. How are you surviving on $12,000? Hammer asked him, and Clark said he was living with his 83-year-old mom and was also bringing in some money as her caregiver, which brought his total income to $22,000 per year. Which, again, this is like poverty level, right? Overall, he owed around $9,800 on cards he hadn't been making payments towards for over a year, and so many had been passed on to debt collection agencies. And Hammer didn't go through them all in detail in the episode, but the ones he did bring up were all maxed out. $959 on a first direct bank card, which was $259 over the credit limit, $585 on credit one card, including overdue payments, $457 on another unspecified card, around $2,000 on an Aspire card, $5,209 on another Capital One card, was $209 over the limit. Those figures total around $9,200. Which, when you really think about that, like $9,200 of debt, and like really bad debt, and he's only bringing in $22,000, like, that is scary. That is beyond scary. So Hammer didn't give interest rates for any of the cards and later said that Clark hadn't kept great records, making it hard to pin down the specifics of his debt. And to be frank, that probably means that the guy has probably actually more than $10,000 in debt. So the minimum monthly payment Clark owed was in excess of $2,100 more than he was bringing in. Hammer said the total he owed could easily be over $10,000 now because of the interest and late fees accruing. Clark said he started getting into credit card debt in 2021 and considered it money to burn. Now, here's the thing, like as a side note, and I mentioned this before, but I have known people, and you might know people like this too, which is crazy when you really think about it. I have known people where they thought that the credit limit on a credit card 
was free money that they just was given. Like, people actually believe that, right? Like, people are very uneducated when it comes to finances. And the thing is, I don't really even blame people for not having any financial literacy because the majority of schools don't teach anything, right? For example, the only reason why I learned how to write a check was when I was a kid, I was getting a pizza, like my mom ordered a pizza, right? Forgot to leave cash for it. And I'm, again, I'm like talking like, like I was a kid. So she's like, hey, go write a check. And I was like, how do you write a check? She's like, just look it up. <laughs> so I went on Google, looked up, how do you write a check? And this is like when I'm a kid. It's like, and I just like literally copied it verbatim as to like a example of a check online and that's how I wrote my first check, which wasn't even my check, right? So, like, I understand why people do not have any financial literacy, but at the same time, when you get to, like, 50 years old, you have to have some sort of understanding about finances, or at the very least, common sense, at least. So Hammer asked Clark what his mindset on money was, and Clark said he was initially paying the cards off, but he stopped. Just not enough funds, not enough money in the bank, he said. Hammer asked him why he didn't have a job with more hours or a higher salary to pay it off. He says, I just haven't planned that far ahead yet. That's not a plan if you have no plan. Him responded, do you just not care? And I have also met people who literally just don't care about their finances at all, right? Like, they are perfectly okay with getting into tens of thousands of dollars in, like, credit card debt. Like, I have had family members, like, distant family members, that are so bad with their finances that they got into, like, bankruptcy like six times they don't have like car insurance like they don't have like basically any insurance like who knows if they even have like a license like it's crazy like people there are just some people who just literally do not care about their lives at all let's see so Clark said I do care and I don't care, explaining that he didn't see the point in having a better credit history. Hammer asked him if he cared about the morality of paying back money he owed. And that's a conundrum right there, Clark said. To tell you the truth, I don't have any faces to look at and say, I'm sorry. Which, like, this is kind of like a scary thing, right? Because when someone says something like this, like... I can understand it. I can understand the line of thinking. But this means that he's also willing to do very immoral things just because there isn't a face to the other side in other situations, not just in this. Let's see. So are you an excuse maker? Hammer asked. Yeah, pretty much, Clark said. 
Hammer told him if he didn't want to be working for the rest of his life, the excuses need to stop. Clark said he had been living with his mom basically his whole life, who owned the home, and to whom he paid $400 per month in rent. Hammer asked whether he would be left the house when she died, and Clark said he probably would be, though he had siblings. He said he had nothing saved for retirement, joking that he had $25 and only $13 in his chicken account. Hammer asked Clark what got him to this place, to which he replied that he lost some jobs because of his type 1 diabetes. He said in one position as a cashier, he blacked out due to low blood sugar and was then fired. But he did say he had been auditioning for acting parts and had a job offer as a cook in a restaurant, which would bring his salary to $19 per hour. Now, here's the thing, right? It's like... The problem with... the like I watched this full episode that uh, Caleb Hammer did on this episode with Clark. And the thing that really came off about this is that the guy just did not really care basically about anything. And he just had like this belief that things will be somewhat okay as things goes on. It's like, I have a similar personality where like I'm very go with the flow, but his personality is like, oh, if I'm homeless, I don't care. Oh, if I lost my leg, I don't care. Oh, if I have zero dollars in my bank account, I don't care. Like it's basically like in a, like just an equilibrium of not caring, right? Which can work out in some cases, but like in terms of just like taking care of yourself as like a functional human being, you gotta have like at least some care. Like, oh, I kind of do want to make some money. I kind of want to like have money in the bank account. Oh, maybe I kind of, I don't know, want to not feel poor or like continue to live with my mom for the rest of my life. And here's the thing. There's nothing wrong with like living with your mom, especially if you're like a caretaker for them. But he had been living with his mom for his whole life, even when he was making good money. Because again, I watched this full thing and he did make good money previously, but blew all of his money. Like, you got to think about it. He's 50 years old. There's been multiple decades where he spent every single cent that he has made after taxes. Just think about that for a second. Even if he was making like, let's say like 40000 a year or $50,000 a year for multiple decades... Doing like bare minimum stuff, he would have an emergency fund, he would have some money for retirement, he would have, I don't know, maybe his own place at the very least, or be able to afford renting a place of his own. He would have an okay car. Like, again, like this is doing the bare, bare, bare minimum kind of stuff. 
And he can't even do that. And didn't do that. And the thing is, like, he even explained it where he just... He just wanted to have fun. Like, he just didn't care about anything else but just having fun. Because, again, like, he had, like, no expenses. He was living with his mom the whole time for multiple decades. So on Hammer's subreddit, where fans of the show discuss recent episodes, many people expressed frustration at Clark, saying he reminded them of family members they considered a failure to launch, which I could understand. So a string of minimum wage jobs, quitting when they get annoyed, and just no fire to do anything different because they live with mom and rent is covered. One person wrote, describing a sibling who is likely going to be left at their parents' house. It's really, really hard to not feel resentful of that decision. And again, that's, that's if he's even left the house. Because I bet you, even if his mom wanted to give him the house, it's probably not in a will, so the siblings could probably could contest ownership of the home when she passes away, and then it gets into like a really, really filthy family struggle, and he has no money to uh, fight it. Himmer also responded to one comment which asked why he hadn't recommended that Clark negotiate a settlement with his debtors. The hard part is we just don't know what's exactly in collections right now. It's a mess, Hammer said, explaining Clark couldn't even download any credit tracking apps because a lot of his debts were in his mom's name. His document tracking is very bad, he said. I didn't want to go down that rabbit hole until I knew it would be beneficial. So Hammer, who uploads two interviews a week to his channel with over 600,000 subscribers, which I don't think is two episodes a week. I think it's three. I think it's Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 11 a.m. Previously told Insider, financial literacy is one of the biggest problems affecting Americans right now. There's a complete lack of understanding of what people can really afford, Hammer told Insider. He blamed that partly on schools not teaching finances, partly on parents, and partly because of the widespread normalization in the U.S. of large, long-term debts. So the average American holds a few thousand in credit card debt, and the average monthly payment for cars is getting close to $1,000 a month. I believe it actually crossed $1,000 a month. Maybe like a month ago or two months ago. Hammer told insiders are relying on that to be taught in the home, which Americans are obsessed with, is hard because they're being taught by people who aren't financially educated themselves. And the thing is, like, um, what people need to understand is like the car payment issue is humongous. Like, I don't think people really understand how bad car debt actually is like because you got to think about it like this when it comes to cars car debt right you're paying the car payment like the amount of money that you owe for the actual physical car right then you got car insurance right then you got maintenance right then you got basically any sort of random things that might end up happening with that car Not to mention, 
let's say that you bought a $50,000 car, right? And you took a loan on that, which by the way, for some reason, rates for car loans are like ranging from like 8% to like nearly almost like credit card 20 percenters, right? Like it's crazy. And then you see that on like the Caleb Hammer things. Like, like these interest rates for these cars are freaking nuts, right? So you are basically getting destroyed by inflation, right, on your money, right? So like you're already losing purchasing power on your money just because of the printing of money from the government. You are losing money from the interest that is being charged on the car loan, okay? By the way, you're also losing on opportunity costs because you are not putting that money towards your future, right? Because what people don't understand is that putting a car payment amount towards retirement is literally like millions of dollars worth of money, right? So you are literally having an opportunity cost of multiple millions of dollars because typically people tend to have these car loan payments for like six years, seven years, and then they get a brand new car after that and just keep up the cycle again. So we're having like potentially decades of car loan payments. So instead of having those car loan payments, if you put all that money towards investment to your retirement, that is literally costing you millions and millions of dollars, okay? So that's another cost. Not to mention the decreased in value of buying that car. Because typically, the majority of people are not buying cars that retain value or increase in value, okay? There are very unique circumstances, very unique cars where you can do that with. You're more than likely not a car flipper. You're more than likely not a very high-income individual where you get special allocation slots for supercars or very high-end cars with very low production where if you get the golden ticket of that car, you can literally flip that car for like a million dollars, okay? Like, you're not in that situation. So you are literally bleeding money in multiple ways when you buy a car. Like, that's the thing that, like, people just really don't understand. Like, it is so expensive to buy a car using debt. And it's so expensive to just buy a car in general. And I like cars, but they are so expensive. Hmm. Let's see, he continues, we do kind of feel like we deserve everything as well, he said. It's like, I worked a hard seven-hour day, I deserve to go have a $20 meal at a restaurant. Well, if you're doing that every day, and you're already in debt, I mean, okay, I want you to have that, but let's make sure we're in a good spot first. And this is the thing, too, it's like... Personally, I don't have anything against people eating out. But you have to be very careful because it quickly adds up, right? So, like, let's do the whole $20 meal, like this example that Caleb brought up, right? So, 
$20, and let's say you did that every single day, Monday through Friday, right? So times five, that's $100 per week times four weeks. That's $400 a month that you're spending just to go out one time a day. That's expensive. That's not including any other expenses that you have during those days. Like it adds up like very quickly. Okay, so that's pretty much it on this one. Feel free to give your thoughts. Feel free to give your thoughts about Caleb Hammer if you check out his stuff too. Like personally, I think what Caleb Hammer is doing is a pretty amazing show. Awesome thing that he's doing to try to help out other people. It's just, honestly, when I watch some of his stuff, I get super depressed. Like, I get really depressed with just how, with just how little financial literacy some of these people have. Like, it gets to the point where it's uh, disturbing, and not to mention, like, frustrating. Some of the people that go on to his show know that they're going on his show probably have seen some of his other episodes and they like don't have all the information that they really need for the best help and or when they are given advice they make excuse after excuse after excuse after justification after excuse and be like oh but I got a plan I'm gonna follow my plan even though none of their plans has ever worked ever before like it's just sad Super, super sad. If you want to learn how to get out of debt, go to 40 learn how I got out of debt, and grow my net worth. But yeah, this is a really depressing situation.